Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 101, Cleaning Out Your List Building Closet. Tonight, we're going to be talking about things we couldn't get to last week. Essentially, we talked a little bit about list building, but mainly about the new points, the points changes, and all of those fancy things. So all the lists you submitted, we promised we'd get to. We are officially going to get to some of them, not all of them. We're going to get to some of them this week. and. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. List building has been very fun uh, for me. Uh, and maybe that's because I'm in a good faction and not uh, Empire. But um, like I have had a lot of fun building lists this week. Just a lot. Um, so we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk some store champs, uh, some results uh, from them. And we have a surprise for you about some Patreon stuff as well as um, what we're going to kind of do with it once we get through it. With that being said, let me bring in my co-host for tonight. Please welcome to the show, Mr. JJ Still Loves the Lions, Gridiron, <clears throat> and Mr. Alex, the benchwarmer himself, still couldn't pull out first place even this weekend, but he did eke out second place over me. How are you tonight, sir? I mean, it's in the name, right? We don't win events. That's why we're on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually second place is not benching material. Well, if you didn't know, it was a holiday weekend. We took yesterday off, though I was home in enough time. We probably should just recorded yesterday. Like, I thought about it, and I should have just, because Alex lives closer to the store champ we went to. We should have just done it yesterday. <laughs> um, but I will tell you, I was pretty wiped out between uh, driving a bunch Saturday playing X-Wing Sunday and driving a bunch Sunday night on home. Well, hopefully your guys's weekend has had been good. Tell, tell me a little bit about your weekend. I know how Alex is kind of how Alex's weekend. Uh, it's been a gloomy North Carolina weekend over here. It's been raining most of the week here, uh, but I had a good weekend. actually had the family over for uh, quite a bit. And so my brother uh, semi messed up his foot. Uh, and then we had to deal with that. And then his the glass on his car went down and they had to travel for a bit. So we had to jury rig like a, a covering for the side of his car and stuff. So it was like one disaster after another for that. But beyond that, had a had a lot of fun here with the family here uh, over um, for the holiday. And uh, yeah, just it, definitely doing a lot of list building. Um, shout out to Nobby, uh, by the way, um, who I was paired up with in Sith Takers this week. Um, he completely wiped the floor with me with a resistance list uh, with this really janky uh, resistance uh, ray that had uh, Holdo crew and um, and then tied in with Ferrisphere paints. And essentially, you can, if you lock ray, she can transfer the lock to another ship that's down in the bullseye, then force you to get stressed. Um, what she did very effectively against my Vader and just killed my initial alpha strike. Um, and, and then from there, it just went downhill. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, a really, really uh, fun time uh, playing with Nobby. So it was good to, to see him again or talk with him again. Yeah, it's it's revenge. It's revenge for worlds for you not coming to worlds this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Alex, how was your weekend? I was it was okay, you know. I it was just very busy, and you know we had the store champ on Sunday. That was great. I always love just the people that always go to these store champs. I'm glad that you guys came out. 
know, it was fun. I liked the store. I liked the people. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I was a little surprised when we got there originally. The guy's like, oh, we have an extra kit. We might just give out two Worlds tickets. And I was like, oh, fuck. Now I actually got to really try hard. <laughs> like, like, that's really good. Could happen. Um, and secretly, I kind of wish they still had because that means next week when you come to ours, you wouldn't have had to win. And you could have just not ran a try hard list. Um, and then if we got paired up, you could just like concede and be like, all right, Tanner won 18 0, no problem. Um, <laughs> in retrospect, it would have been cool, and you know, but probably shouldn't have done that. It's better for the store to have two. Yeah, there's things. no reason that, that, that we couldn't just have ran two stores, and that's a nice store, I'll tell you that. I like that store. Yeah, they just recently expanded, actually. Um, yeah, gained about like half that store is that wasn't there before, so. Yeah, it's really cool, and 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 I will say, uh, Ypsilanti and Arbor from my house is about two hours, so really, it's not really that bad of a drive. <clears throat> I will say, it would be better on a Saturday when we could start at noon and go to like eight at night. Um, I would like that better, but um, <laughs> other than that, like I came in the night before and and uh, and hung out with family. So my birthday was Saturday. And so we decided to take the family on a spontaneous trip to Ann Arbor to see family we haven't seen in like, I don't know, it's probably been like eight months. Um, and that was really fun. We, they, they're like, uh, they own a hippie farm in Ann Arbor. So we got to, um, we got to hang out on their farm. That was really cool. Um, I don't know. It was a lot of fun seeing my family that we don't get to see that often. So. Yeah, they had a bonfire for me. So, and that's like one of my favorite things is to sit by a bonfire and you know listen to music. Yeah, and it was a pretty nice place. You know, it it's completely flips though when like U of M is like it's still in session and when it's not in session. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, hopefully everybody else had a great weekend. Um, and it, it was, like I said, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun at the store champs. But before we get into lists or any store champs, I want to share something. So if you are listening to the audio only podcast, JJ will get 30 seconds per new thing that I'm going to introduce to describe it audioly for everybody. And that's to say, if you want to see these images that I'm about to show you, you're going to have to watch the video on YouTube. And I promise you, it will not it will not take me a week to get it up. It will not be up tomorrow, but it will definitely be up uh, within a couple of days. So, JJ, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So the first thing that we're going to show is some card designs. Uh, and I don't know where my visual went, but we, we have some card designs uh, that we have done or had commissioned from essentially for our patreons now the other thing that's going to happen is even though we're going to release these for our patreons we are going to officially figure out how to get an etsy store up and we will probably be selling each of our patreons at the end of the cycle all the cards tokens and all that fancy stuff we will be selling them as a group thing so we decided to do missiles and torpedoes as our very, very first custom set. And and when I, we were talking with the designer, um, Corey Heald, uh, by the way, so shout out to Corey, if you know Corey. 
Uh, he is an amazing graphics designer. We talked about style and arts and different things like that. And one of the things that we really liked was I wanted the pictures to bleed a little bit over into the side view just to kind of make it look like it's 3D. Um, and then the second thing that we wanted was we wanted a theme, uh, a, a color scheme theme for it. So these are what we've landed on. I only have two to show you. I'm not going to show every one of them. But essentially, we are going to be doing a whole bunch of missiles and torpedoes for our first launch of cards specialized to planning phase syndicate. So JJ will go over each card in 30 seconds to describe it for our audio listening folks. The first card is a lovely cluster missiles that is equipped on a RZ2A wing with a red and white paint. It has a little bit of a schematic view on the back, uh, and it has uh, the missile shooting off past the border, border of the picture there. Uh, fantastic. Next up is Barrage Rockets, also uh, equipped on a lat. Obviously, this is Sicko. And uh, the edge of the lat's wing also extends outside, uh, breaking the border edge as it shoots into an unknown enemy that's in the sunset in the far distance. Uh, future. Right below that, we have a set of our icons for the different missiles, and uh, that will be unique to each one of these um, these missiles, and uh, they'll be posted as part of the tokens uh, that's going to come with these particular sets. Yes. So essentially, the idea is is we are going to um, let me. I want to pull the document up, but we are going to have a round of X amount of cards, and we are going to um start with the missiles and the torpedoes um we don't know how many tokens i gotta get a price on the tokens but essentially the idea was is probably about five missile tokens to begin with and then anywhere between two and four torpedo tokens again everything will depend on cost <laughs> um right now the barrage rockets with the lat we also have diamond boron which we won't release what is going to be with that ion missiles homing missiles and my favorite discord missiles and this one we determined are going to have the buzz droid card come with it as well to have a matching set and jj or alex guess what ship those buzz droids are going to be destroying the ada i want to ask the ada yeah, Torgo. Oh, Torgo. Damn it. Damn it. That's a good one. I sh All right. I got to message Corey now. No, oh, it's going to be eating up one of uh, It's probably going to be like a lat. I don't know. An Ada. It, we did, Corey and I came to the decision that the Ada is the iconic one that we see in the movies that they um, they start to tear apart. So uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we have not designed uh, the, uh, the the torpedo cards yet, but we are looking at doing all five of them. Uh, Proton, Advanced Proton, Plasma, Homing, and Ion uh, will be the first round of torpedoes, and there's not many of them. Um, and I'll give you one spoiler, because the only one I've agreed upon so far is going to be Advanced Proton Torpedoes are going to have, drum roll, Alpha Class Starwing. Because that's the ship yes. that's coming out, and that's an amazing idea. Because I'm hoping that that will catch on. So, yes, excellent. Excited. So those those are kind of what you can look forward to uh, for the Patreons. We will update our Patreon and uh, stuff like that. And these will be like quarterly things that we give out. 
if you would like to support the show. Otherwise, at some point, we will get them up in the store um, that we will work on, but the store will not be probably till the end of the year. So given my current life situation, um, yeah. we're going to get the stuff produced first <laughs> and get some costs. Um, and, and the idea is, and here's here's the best part. Let me switch back. I'm sorry. I'm going to switch back real quick, guys. Um, yeah. Come on, computer. All right. The idea is going to be is if if they are popular enough, we will actually do these different type of missiles for each faction, and we'll have a different card design per faction, so you can buy a faction set. That's going to come way down the line. Probably we're talking a year later, um, but once we get the designs up and running, this is the type of uh, artwork that you can expect from us for the next two years. So we are going to be working on cards for... Um, we have different character cards uh, for pilots come, come, that have come out recently, um, different really popular ones that people don't have. Um, uh, it, like I would like to do a set for bombers uh, when bombers come out. Um, and that's part of the reason we chose missiles is because missiles are a big thing for bombers. Bombs are on the, the docket to do next for some bomb tokens. And the idea is, is when you think about it, if you have all these, um, all these individualized type things, right? You are going to be able to have unique tokens that will look that will look different for your sets. So think about it. You, you have cluster missiles. You need four cluster missile ones. There you go. They're going to be missile tokens. You'll know exactly what they are. Um, that way, they're just not generic energy charge tokens. So that was kind of the idea. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. Thought that would be that. That's a fun little thing that we could do um, for people that want to support us and uh, help out exciting yeah just uh you know there's so much work that goes into designing these cards and to get them into production but it's it's finally great to unveil this work that we're we're doing for for all of you guys basically uh that watch for that watches and listens to us week in and week out but we appreciate you guys and we're excited to continue to provide these uh these excellent cards uh for for you guys so it'll be great yes and surprise if we could get these done and JJ doesn't have the PPS tournament in June, um, which I'm assuming is no, happening. No, it's okay. not. It's not. It, it's it's permanently on hold right now until we can get all this sorted because we want to make sure that the uh, the next uh, event is going to have everything available for everybody there that it can come down and participate. Um, we want to make sure that we give you guys the the best uh, the best that we can offer for you guys for coming out and uh, being part of our our tournament. So there's going to be that um, next announcement. And I, I guess I'm announcement heavy today. And I don't know why, but next to now the, the Patreon thing was really important for me because um, we've worked very hard. Uh, uh, Corey has worked very hard um, on this. Uh, we just provided ideas and capital. Um, but the uh, big thing is, is Michigan GT this year is going to be the first weekend in October. As of today, I have three store championship kits, which means there will be three world's tickets it's official that i have three i am working on that fourth one so we are working towards having four world's qualifier tickets for everybody for michigan gt which is the first weekend in october so we will get the information up on michigan gt site Corey is going to help me make a banner here in the next couple of weeks uh once everything calms down in his neck of the woods and um we're going to get it added to the michigan calendar Last announcement that I'll go through 
If you want to come to Grand Rapids, Michigan, we have an amazing tournament next weekend for a store champs. I think we have 11 or 12 people signed up right now. Um, we're hoping to get a few more. I would like to see 16 would be uh, at least the minimum number would be awesome to have. Um, uh, but we have some extra prizes and different things like that. So if, I, I know it's short notice, but if you want to come out to Michigan and Granville area, which is just west of Grand Rapids, about 15 minutes, you can come to our next store championship. All right. <clears throat> so what I decided before we get into list, because we're going to get into list, I thought we'd do some faction rankings, and I can already tell you JJ's wrong right now. Um, <laughs> and I see JJ switched one of his uh, up, too, because he, he had Empire. You had Empire at the top. You probably saw me in the middle of editing when he originally put it up, but yeah. <laughs> but what I thought we'd do is let's do some quick faction rankings, and um, I don't want to spend a half hour on this, guys. So I just kind of want to go through, you know, your thoughts on why you placed each of them. Start from the bottom, work your way up. And what we're going to do is we'll let Alex go first, actually. Um, let me bring Alex's up. And then we'll get into some store championship data. So, Alex? Okay, so the first thing here is that there should be a number eight with scum at eight. And the seven should be blank for whatever faction they just might come up with just in case, because there's that much of a gap between six and seven, in my opinion. Uh, but yes, I want to start at the bottom. Scum, I, I don't think they got much help in the points update, and everyone else did. And I don't think they're... Not that they're unplayable, it's just kind of an uphill battle, I believe, competitively for this scum faction. It's really difficult to build good lists in there. I've been trying. It's just, it's it's difficult. Uh, at number six, I have Empire. I do like uh, Rack being at seven. I, I like Death Troopers being at four, even though I don't like it being at four. <laughs> And I like the bombers. I think they're pretty solid filler pieces. I'm not sure about spamming them in mass, but they're solid pieces. At fifth, I have separatists. I believe they got a lot of love, and they're pretty good. But also, their ships still die really fast because just because the tri fighters points went down doesn't mean their durability went up. <laughs> and now there's more ships on the table. Um, but you can bring more of them. So that's that's cool. I like them. Uh, it's just kind of hard. Like three, four, and five to me are kind of just all interchangeable, and they can go in pretty much any order. Uh, four, I have the Republic. I was actually waffling between the Republic and Separatists, but I think there's something more of Republic just by having a four point I six Anakinita and a whole bunch of Born for This and Force and 5.7 B Mace. That all seems pretty solid pieces you could build around. And two of the better Z95s being at two points is really strong. At three, I have Rebels. Uh, they also got a lot of love. You can build a lot of pieces. I think their overall offensive output might have gone down a little bit now that they're not all Proton Torpedo Carriers. Uh, but you can do a lot more other things that are probably better. Uh, but you, you kind of lose out on a lot of spike damage with them. Unless you just proc at everyone, but that's hard. Um, I have the First Order as the second highest faction, I believe, with um, 
they just have really good pieces. You could you can play an actual strong ace lists, and they just have a bunch of really cheap filler pay, filler pieces. I mean, uh, quick draw went down too. Like the, the SFs are strong. A lot of the Tie Fighters are really strong, and the Silencers are really really strong. And then at number one, I have the Resistance. Uh, I feel like just their wealth of options and having a six-point Chewbacca really can put them over the edge. I think just with the amount of things you can do in the Resistance, there has to be, you know, a, a meta-defining list somewhere there. So that's that's my reasonings. Nice. All right. JJ, do you want to go next, or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll go next. So for me, starting from the bottom, um, I do agree with that. Like, Scum definitely got um, that did not get as enough uh, help from this last points list or this last points adjustment than the rest of the factions. Um, yes, the positives for them is that yes, they made Fang Fighters uh, viable again in terms of lowering their costs and giving them a decent amount of loadout points for them to um, to to be an option for them. Same thing with the Rogue Class Starfighter as well being a, a decent um, a ship to put into your list or filler for that. But the other strongest points for the for scum, uh, which was their large their large bases, uh, took a nosedive in terms of their loadout value. Um, you take a look at Dengar, take a look at uh, Boba Fetch, and plus all the costs of all the upgrades that they normally equip, um, they're definitely not as effective um, or viable. Um, the Gauntlets also um, losing loadout value kind of kind of made them not not as um, as tempting to run uh, for what else is available in scum um so they it, to me it felt like they lost a lot of power in that um since they do have some of the best large bases in the game um but the remaining factions from six all the way to number one they feel a lot more closer together in power level uh, after this adjustments now it is a little controversial i was really debating on this one but for me uh the resistance uh comes in at number six although they did get a uh, power boost for all the falcons uh coming down to seven points and still retaining the points that's really good uh plus the availability of the three point white wings is really good and now you have t70s as well uh being good as well the loss of the loadouts across the board feels like they're not going to be as as efficient that being said i still think that a five t70 list is really really strong or a pole list um that can uh, also include a bunch of t70s to to be kind of like that resistance beef type list i think they can be pretty strong um, but um, it just doesn't feel as efficient as the rest of the list. Uh, first order as well, um, although they did get a nerf in the loadout values, you still have Scorch, you still have DT, you still have Malaris, uh, you got a lot of options now with uh, five-point Kylo Ren, uh, you got uh, the Silencers also coming down in cost as well. Um, it, they, they have a lot of great options in first order. Um, they they can definitely do a lot of work with what they got. Um, there's I still feel like they... They're missing a couple of the pieces there that will make them top tier, but they definitely have the potential to do it. They have, um, they just need probably a, a few more things to go 
uh, right in terms of balance for them to make them a top tier, in my opinion. Next up, Rebels. I think they got a big boost. Um, they a lot of their T sixty five X wing pilots um, and Hera um, in the A wing at four points. It is really really good. They have very good A wing pilots at three point cost, and they finally have that two point piece in Sabine Wren. Um, that is an excellent objective ship, um, and their uh, their their Falcons as well being at seven points as well still retaining the loadout is really big um i think they have a lot of great options right now they're looking very very solidly and they have a lot of options to still share those tokens with hera uh or with the u-wings and still have a lot of actions available i think they're in a better spot now than where they were uh the previous points going up to separatist uh, I think they definitely got a big boon uh, with the Rogue Class Starfighters coming down in price, uh, with the HMPs finally being a, a very viable option at three and four points, uh, respectively, especially being able to carry those tactical droid carriers that makes the rest of the list much more effective. Uh, the Magna Guard Protectors, I think, are going to be a big um a meta staple for the separatists uh, for their ability and their cost and the ability to still uh, be a very good effective attacker at i4 with sync cannons um so i think that they're they're definitely going to be a top contender for here just slightly above them empire empire really doesn't feel like they took a hit i mean the biggest noticeables were moff gideon and Aiden that went up to four points but beyond that i mean they really weren't nerfed at all. I mean, you're going to get two six-point Vaders options for you available there. Uh, you have a five-point soon tier Fell, uh, which he can no longer run a Predator Shield upgrade, but who cares? He's still really great at I6, and at five points, you could put Juke on him with Predator. That's going to be a viable option as a flanker. Uh, you still have a lot of great selections at the the I, uh, the three-point cost with the TIE Fighters. And now with the TIE Bombers coming in, you have a three-point Major Rhymer, which is an I-5 that can carry ordnance. I mean, they, they are a really solid faction that's going to have even more options now with those TIE Bombers to come in and fill the ranks. And then at number one, the Republic, I think that hands down, they got the best buff um with the availability of two-point options in the clone z95s and having even more options at the four-point marks between the delta sevens uh the adas uh having oddball coming down in cost for the the siege of coruscant version uh that triple arc list i feel is really really strong and you still have a lot of different options to fill it out with either with custom or uh siege of coruscant versions of like contrail uh you have axe that's also really good that syncs very well with that list i mean you have so many options in republic right now and they they're going to be a force to reckon with i think right now they're they're top dog all right so for mine obviously they're a little bit different um i think we've all agreed that scum it was the worst out of got yeah, the worst out of everything what i will say is that i don't think scum's unplayable i don't think that they don't have power um, I think they're prepping scum for some of the future stuff to come, but I think they don't know how to balance it properly <laughs> um, is the nicest way to put it. And the reason I say that is they killed their coordinator at three points. So they lost coordination um, and then they gained some heavy hitting, but they have to be able to stand alone. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel scum struggles the most in the power meta because they don't have the ability to coordinate multiple mods around the clock as cheap as that they used to 
Um, I will say Fen is still a menace, though, so um, you just can't knife fight as much with him as you used to be able to. Empire, I felt, was the biggest loser, um, even over Scum, personally, but they still are a better faction than Scum to play right now. Um, and I say that because they lost all their support pieces, in my opinion. Um, Iden, huge support piece. Bye-bye. You don't get Iden anymore unless you want to waste the points. Um, and by wasting points, you're getting knocked down uh, that. I get JJ loves his Vizier, and you could still take um, Seven Sister on Vizier now, but you lose the ability to have that Reaper still live quite a bit. Um, that Reaper is no longer as durable as it was uh, with Faroff, right? And they lost Moff Gideon, which is huge. Um, in my opinion, Moff Gideon is actually... I wish they hadn't changed Moff Gideon in Empire. Um, so there's this, that's kind of the pieces. That's kind of how I see Empire is they've lost... They still have a lot of power, and I think they still can do things. But I think the loss of some of the coordination and some of that has made them a lot harder to play in terms of being able to pick up and you know have multiple lists. I think they're getting pigeonholed farther than what they were before, and that's the bigger issue. Now, Bombers could change that. I will say I played uh, some Bombers tonight, and as awesome as it was to see three-point Bombers on the table, they didn't hold up as well as I thought they would, um, but they are only worth three points. So, And you did make... They did make my dirge chase one of the Bombers for quite a while, but I got the three points in the end. So... Um, Republic is only at number five, not because of what they have, but because of the skill level it's going to take to play some of that stuff, I think. I think they they give you two Adas at four points each. You have eight points, and now you have 12 points to play with. I think Republic is really good, and I think Republic and Resistance are kind of interchangeable, uh, depending on your play style. But I think Republic takes a little bit more skill to play um, then we're going to see in resistance and, but I think a skilled player can bump that Republic up pretty high resistance. Um, got a million toys. <laughs> they all over the place. And I do think that they have a lot that people can use, but again, I think it's somewhat of a, a skill set. And it is why I kind of challenged Alex a little bit earlier saying it's number one, because it's like his favorite faction and he's been playing it for like, he loves that faction. I don't think I've ever seen Alex play anything but that in Republic, now that I think about it. Every time you play me, it's always Re Resistance Republic. Um, so we'll challenge Alex. Come come to the next next store championship without your Resistance list. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I think there's a hidden agenda there, huh? <laughs> no, I, I actually, I might be TOing, so I might not even be playing uh, this week. I you gotta get that triple zero card. Yeah, I get it. I get it. No, I feel bad for Corey. I think Corey Corey has less chances to play than I do, so I want to make sure Corey gets to play over me. Um, I think he deserves it. So, um, but I, I think Resistance has again a lot of toys. I think it's going to take a while to flesh out Resistance a little bit, um, but we'll see. Separatists, I put in at three. Uh, I did not give them the highest ranking because I don't think that they were the biggest winners. If you had given me the Aflax at three points, I would put Resistance at number one, but they're not. So um, so I think Separatist is, 
I think separatists is really good. We got a lot of toys. I think um, we have support pieces we've never had before. Um, with the, uh, I can take Kraken at three points, or I can take Hondo at three points. Don't tell anyone, but I can. And Hondo is so much fun, and people hate Hondo. Ask ask everybody I played tonight. Nobody wants to play against Hondo. Um, so I think I think separatists got quite a bit of a bump. Uh, and we go into first order. And I think First Order and Re Rebels are tied for first place is what I would say. But I think First Order has a different play style niche to it than Rebels does. Rebels lost their torpedoes, but Rebels gained um, a million toys. You can run, you can run, you could run a VCX and six other ships in Rebels right now. Uh, it's disgusting. Um, so I think Rebels is the funnest to build for, has a lot of options, and I think they, they eke out over First Order for the pure fact that First Order, um, even though First Order got aces, and if you ever want to learn how to play aces, uh, contact Cody Wood, um, because I despise uh, playing against him, especially when I lost first player role uh, to I-5s all the time. That was not fun. Um, but I will say... First Order has the capability to be top tier, I think, and I don't think they got hurt at all. Like, I think they lost nothing, and I think that's why I gave them the high, one of the highest ratings because they lost nothing and gained an I-6 at five points. They gained Deuterium Power Souls at six points. For Christ's sake, it's just ridiculous. Um, and they gained Kylo in the, in the other in Silencer without Maneuver which is insanely disgusting, by the way. Um, be prepared for Kylo outmaneuver extreme maneuvers. Um, I hate it. So stupid. Stupid, stu mm -hmm. stupid. Um, and then they got Wylo. But Rebels, I feel, is has the, the ability to play um, into more things. And I think Rebels kind of ekes out a little bit because they have the ability to take every scenario and be very dominant in those types of scenarios. So... There we go. Nice. No rebuttals. No rebuttals from anyone. I mean, honestly, I think once we start seeing more and more, um, more of the meta develop and more lists come out for like store champs and stuff, I think we'll start seeing more of the, uh, like the shakedown of the of the hierarchy for each of the lists, and I think we'll start seeing some real meta monsters that we we haven't thought of yet uh, for each faction that might uh, probably clarify this uh, this power ranking. So yeah. Also, chopper and five fits. Chopper and six does not fit. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Chopper and what? Is chopper and five other ships, not chopper and six other ships. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, seven shift with chopper would be gross, awful. <laughs> but that's still really scary that you can do, like chopper plus five or Chewbacca plus five if you're the resistance. Yeah. Yep, and I, and I think that's going to be the big thing is that that's the thing is we've seen a couple of factions that shouldn't have swarms get swarms back, which is what I complained about when we had the original two point five. But anyway, so let's move on to some store champs we are only going to go over the top two that is it nothing more nothing less um which means we won't go over my list unfortunately because i was number three thanks to four points of loadout <coughs> or four victory points seven 
seven. Are you sure my son said it was four? Well, if you read the document, it says seven. So <laughs> I'm just going off that. <laughs> All right, we're There's... I'm gonna do some calculations in the background. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, if you look. Oh, also speaking of doing calculations in the background, I did calculations in the background while we were ranking our factions. We ranked collectively the rebels the highest. Oh, did we? Yep, followed by First Order, then the Republic, and then it was a tie for Separatists and Resistance, then the Empire, and then Scum. Because, yeah. Huh. That's, so a, that's want, very interesting. An aggregated kind of ranking for us, you know. Uh, I guess Rebels and First Order are the way to go. And look who put them on top. <laughs> all right let's move on to some sore champs great britain fanboy no idea who where that store is but we had a store champ there and i posted you could see a high level of the top five lists that were three and one and four no and i'm gonna give alex you could choose do you want number one or number two list oh i'll take the number two I love me some fangs. Uh, Fang fighters made second at a store champ. They had Fen Rao with shield upgrade, fearless, and marksmanship. <laughs> Need that shield upgrade, let me tell you. Uh, Tarok with fearless crack shot and Beskar. Uh, Dirge with lone wolf, marksmanship, proton cannons, and baffle. Curious to see how much he got that lone wolf off. Uh, he had Lima with plasma torps and dorsal, and then Bosk with mystery upgrades. I'm assuming marksmanship and another two point upgrade. I don't know; it doesn't list it. Well, you know, I might not have, I might have cut that off on it. You, you could probably just fit Predator on him since he only has three loadout or contract. Marksmanship makes sense with his ability, and you could do like expert handling because he has a red barrel roll. Like so, you know. Yeah, there's multiple ways. Uh, but that's that's a lot of high initiative in this list. Um, Bosk is the only four, but he's the two-point ship, right? And then Terag, Lima, and Dirge are at five. Fenrau's at six. Um, I kind of had a feeling you'd be seeing a lot of high initiative because a lot of high initiative is kind of cheap right now. And the high initiative has always been, you know, what you bring in this game. It's always been really, really good. So it's... Um, I'm interested in in the choice of crack shot for Terak over something like um, Mando optics and like marksmanship, just because it seems like maybe the target lock would be better. But if you know you got to push through damage, you're going to push through damage. He's going to strip your green tokens anyways, so if you exactly. get an added evade, you just crack shot it right off. So I, I love Terak. I played Terak for so long. He's yeah, I, I think that with his uh, with his ability, it kind of makes you want to be an aggressive uh, Fang fighter. Um, so you want to get into that range one. And typically, if you're using your boost to go in there, you have a greater chance of getting that bullseye off uh, more reliably. Especially if you're trying to push his ability to go off. So being able to have that crack shot available um, allows you to really punch and damage. Um, with uh, with fearless being that passive mod that that, that Tarak needs, and um, I mean it's it's really good. I think so. I think nothing made no pilot was more hurt by range zero than Tarak. <laughs> oh yeah, his ability does not work at range zero. Neither does fearless. You know, neither does Concordia. Like their, their ship ability. So 
Tarak, I think, got the hurt out of most of that, but it's solid. I'm not a I'm not a strong believer in Fang Fighters right now, but uh, you know they still can hit real hard if you play them right. So this oh, list yeah. reminds me of a Cody Wood list. If Cody Wood played um, Scum, I could see him putting this on the table because of the pure fact that that you have to fly these things like aces. Dirge, Ultarock, and Fen all have to be flown like aces to, to win. Yep. Uh, I'm, sort of. The, the way, just speaking for personal, speaking for Cody, because he has no chance to defend himself right now, um, He his A-style play is a little bit different than how you do like Fang Fighters, because Fang Fighters are very up-close and versatile, and Cody is just like, you. he just toilet bowls you until he... he can uh, find a spot. He's normally shooting like right off the very edge of the arc. He... But uh, Fang Fighters are just they're just right in there, and you have to really plan your movements ahead to see where your twos are going. Because if you get trapped in a Fang Fighter, you're toast. Yeah, that's true. Yep. All right, JJ, what was the top list today for this event? So the top place that we have here is for Dan Athey's flying the Galactic Empire. So he has a five-ship list here. Uh, we have uh, Darth Vader, the Battle of the Avon version, uh, followed by the return of the TIE Bombers coming in here. So we have Tom Spren, a three-point TIE Bomber, coming in with Barrage Rockets, Saturation Salvo, and Bomblin Generator. Uh, Captain Jonas also with Barrage Rockets, Saturation Salvo, and Bomblin Generator. Major Rhymer also uh, with... I uh, barrage rocket saturation salvo and ion bombs and then fifth brother uh with in the tie b1 also making a return with homing missiles and fire control system this is a heck of a list i'm liking this a lot uh yes those tie bombers can be fragile but uh being able to shoot at i5 with tomics and rhymer um having the passive rerolls from captain jonas if he's uh if he's in range there and that being able to use saturation salvo uh to make you re-roll the dice uh if you happen to get good dice on defense uh this i think has pretty great accuracy if you're able to uh get that off pretty well i mean all you need is a focus token on these type bombers to get off those barrage rockets and if you happen to have them in bullseye um you have that uh, that extra ability to re-roll as well with barrage rockets if you don't have Jonas near you and then bomblets to uh, discourage pursuit from behind you uh this is really really nice fifth brother is sneaky with those homing missiles um because you can um you can add in a crit result uh for his ability and it is just really really nice it's it's something that i think we're going to see more and more often with those type armors coming in and saturation salvo now being viable at two points so I will tell you it's dirty. It's dirty. I will tell you 100%. I played against a, a similar type of list tonight. Um, yeah, dirty. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's move on to Golden Rhino State Championship. <clears throat> this was here in Michigan. Uh, so we had the top four was um, essentially there was only one 4-0, oh, two 3-1s. And then I gave the top two and two um, only because they could have been three and one if they had not lost the last round. Um, so I between, played him in the last round. I, I know. Let's just say, like, between the two of you guys, somehow you got paired, he got paired down to you, and then you beat him. 
<laughs> it was hilarious. It was the same thing that happened to me and Cody. I got paired down to Cody and then lost to Cody. So, um, <laughs> but yes, I think it was funny because he still made number four even after losing to you. So that's how high his um, SOS was. So, so I'm going to go over Ryan's list and then we'll let Alex do his own list because I'm not going to go over Alex's list. Um, so Ryan came in first, was only 4-0. Um, the only list that seemed to touch his list was five X-Wings, by the way. Um, no other list seemed to touch his list. So he has VCX Chopper with Magma Yaro and Magva Yaro and Saw Gerrera. Essentially, you shoot me, I get a target lock. I'm going to be uh, passing out jam tokens if you run into me. And, oh, I get to change all of my focuses into crits for one damage. Have have fun with that. Um, Boy Luke, uh, which is an amazing steal at four points. Bodica, Sandy's favorite ship, making an appearance with Predator, Mando Optics, and Beskar Plating. Wedge A-Wing a -wing with Lone Wolf and Marksmanship, which is hilarious because it's a five-ship list with a large base and still able to get Lone Wolf off. Then Sabine TIE Fighter with Best Guard Reinforced Plating because how stupid were they to bring that down to three points and give a two-point TIE Fighter to uh, Rebels. So uh, this list is he said you have one double tap right you have uh luke is obviously hard hitting wedge is your wedge and sabine are kind of your outliers to uh help with objectives and then you have your vcx which just says come here you want to shoot me bring it on um and i'll murder you so yeah this list is just like rebel efficiency because you know, no one really knows what's going on right now, so you just bring the most efficient pieces that probably went down. I mean, just Chopper is pretty strong value. Boy, Luke is probably the best pound for pound yeah. in that faction, and, and Bodica's real strong because they don't add range restrictions on the Rebels for some reason. Yeah, it's nope. it's really good too, right? Because if you decide that you're going to engage Chopper um, to like like punish him, um, not only is he going to get that lock there, but you're going to also activate Bodica to come in and punish you for trying to punish Chopper. Um, it is absolutely deadly. Um, I I'm just really interested to see how Ryan uh, played this particular list. It's it looks really really tough to <laughs> to try to take down. It's it's nice. I know he didn't like going against Cody, but also because him and Cody have played a bazillion games, he knows what to do against Cody's particular lists. So yeah. I know he was having he was having a, a pain to try to take on Cody. Yeah, and I think you know the bigger thing was is is denying Cody the actions. I think that was scramble is probably not the best one for Cody to play. That's probably his weakest. Um, I would say that's probably his weakest. Well, Salvage is his weakest. His, he, that's all he does is double reposition. But, yeah, Scramble's not a good good matchup for that one at all. Yeah. And then we had Alex coming in second, eking it out for me by, I'm going to claim four points, and we're going to move on. He's not getting the seven. I'm going to go with my son. <laughs> right above it, like half an care. inch. You can see it on the screen. I think it's a miscalculation. <laughs> um, so... 
essentially what we have here is Alex coming in three and one. Alex, what was your list? And is it any different than what you ran at Worlds? It is different. Um, it's close to what I ran at Worlds. It has the same Poe uh, that I like because I still am worried about high initiative ships, and I'm still not bringing. I'm still bringing ships that are a little bit lower in initiative. So Notorious really helps out a lot with that. Um, so that's Poe and Notorious, Novice Tech, Ray Gunner, Contraband Engine, and uh, the title. I have Lulo. I do not have Heroic Predator anymore because that went up, so it's Predator, Starbird, and Shield Upgrade. Um, I did have an opponent bump into Lulo, and that was really bad because I have Starbird, and I just three-banked over him and rotated backwards. Uh, I have Snap Wexley, the boosty one, in the T-70 with M9G8 and Dupree Gambit. M9G8, I... Uh, can't imagine bringing resistance list without it right now because that is such a great upgrade um, and it's really good offensively and defensively like i locked zach's fen rao and he doesn't like that when you have a 98 on him um debris gambit didn't really pay it like it was there it's fine i could take the evades uh but no one ever really went after snap so i never really got to use it so i have to Maybe reconsider that. Maybe bring crack shot or something, or like a heroic and another two point upgrade somewhere. And I got a BB-8 with the Han Solo targeting computer, two points, and then I got Merle with crack shot, who I should have brought heroic because he did get one shot once, and that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I personally like first your paint on uh, on Merle uh, just to you know by chance get a stress. You know, I got the crack shot off pretty much every game. Oh, nice. In nice. general, but <laughs> I don't think it was... I don't know. <laughs> Getting one shot hurts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I lost my first game to Sean, which kind of sucked. <laughs> um, that was Salvage, which was not the... the mat, those, those great matchup against his list that wasn't Salvage. And I got Salvage, and I proceeded to not roll a crit the entire game. Literally. No crits. Not even in the road rolls. Kind of hard to pop out crates when you don't do that. <laughs> Got to kill the <laughs> chef. But uh, other than that, I played a bunch of real close games. It was, it was a great time. It's fun. Yeah. So we won't go over my list like I promised. Um, and you are right. I My son gave me Cody's points, which they entered incorrectly, actually. I had 12 points to 14. Um, but... They um he calculated Cody's points instead of mine. That's why there's three more points there. I'll get right, Cody. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, and I made a mistake with my Grievous. If I hadn't made a mistake with my Grievous, I would have won that one. But I stupidly I I just I I couldn't kill I could not kill Cody's Malaris no matter what. And then once Malaris ran away, there was no like. I would have to have taken a ship and chased it, and I only have four ships, so. Just wait um, till he trades in his Von Reg for a ship that actually does something. Yeah. Yeah, yep, I think that's better. I don't know. I liked, his, rush. I liked his I liked his Von Reg, I won't lie, but I do think, yeah, like, the same with, I play, I did, so this was the worst. I had to play Matt, who had almost an identical list before I played Cody, and they do not play the same, 
and I essentially had a very a lot easier time against Matt. Um, it still was a very close game. It, it essentially kind of came down to the end. Um, I just had to run away and not like worry too much and not die. Um, I, I, and that was the other thing is I, Matt was, uh, Matt's very aggressive when he plays, he he flies in there and he just goes real hard. Yeah. He lost his blackout really quickly. Um, And Matt will do things like that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's, that's kind of like, that's kind of what I think sealed the deal for Matt was that was was that piece that right right there right like when he lost blackout it was like oh there's five points and i didn't really trade anything he, he it took him a little while to kill my tri-fighter and then you know that the, by the time he killed the tri-fighter it was a little i think it was a little too late at that point but um well, I'm glad you went through the best bench warmers here over <laughs> yeah you're the only one i didn't get to play um actually yeah. So I have played you before, though. So right. you and I have played before. And the first gentleman, so I, I am going to make note of this, and we're going to move on. I played, I think his name is Joel Springle. I think that's what his name is. He, his list is not resistant. He played Separatist, by the way. <laughs> and he went out and bought Tri-Fighters for the event and literally bought six <laughs> of them. Six Tri-Fighters and Iron <laughs> Assembler. That was his list. And I was like, holy shit, you, you bought six Tri-Fighters? He's like, yeah. But, shout out to Joel. He has the same birthday as me. We are birthday twins. So, <laughs> my first and it was hilarious because we talked about it in Discord and then we got paired up the first round. So, um, it That's was awesome. Funny. He one-shot my Merle. I bet he did. Those fearsome Tri-Fighters, if they were a little bit more durable... <laughs> Are amazing. Um, they actually are really good. And then my last round opponent was Sean, and I one rounded his maze seven B, and he was not happy. Oh. And I mean, thanks for taking that vengeance out. Like some of it was, I don't think he expected um, me. I I I, dirt, I I got my dirge proton cannon off, so I, I don't know what to say. Like I got the proton cannon, and then I double tapped with Zam. So, yeah, I mean, at least he didn't go for Delta Seven Mace. You know that can't take uh, can't no take CLT. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like I like how it, I like how they claim that that was on purpose. And you're like, no, it's not. You, you just admit you made a mistake. If What's it. even crazier? In the previous points document in November, he still didn't have the conflict. We were just running a legal list the whole time. That was not a recent change. That was, that was. I know. No Since November. In November. Yeah, November. Yeah. But okay. But why? Why did they do that? They're, no what's the point? <laughs> funsies. Yeah. For funsies. Yeah. Yeah. I let the wookie win. Yeah, Chris. I did one shot two of your A wings. <laughs> you still won the game, but I did. I did one shot both of his A wings in our last. Uh, our last. Nickel City games with with Dirge Dirge of all people, just yeah. When wet when you lose Wedge and who else? I don't remember the other A wing. Oh Hera Hera freaking Hera of all things too. One shot one one shot brutal. That's what you get for not taking um, or not having heroic in that faction. <laughs> <laughs> heroic. Oh gosh. All right, let's move on because we I want to get to some lists tonight. Yeah. Um, and so the next one. 
The next one is is going to be a little bit easier to get through. This was a New Jersey East Coast Gamers, and I don't know if they never responded to me. Um, so I have no idea who won this event. I, I I don't know. All I know is this was the top four. Um, and then I put the two lists that won. I have no idea if they played each other or not. So I've I have no idea. So one is four and zero, and the other one is or one was five and zero, and the other one was four and one. So whatever. I guess we're just gonna go over it and call it a day. Um, and go ahead. Uh, I don't know, Alex. Which one do you want? Do you want the first order? Or do you want the resistance? I'll I'll just do uh, resistance. Keep it consistent, right? All right. So he had Elo with Predator, Heroic, and R three Astromech. He had Snap Wexley with Heroic, Ferrisphere, and R six D eight. The re-rolly Predator droid. He had Veniza Doza with Heroic and Diamond Boron Missiles. She can shoot that at 1-2 to two out the back. Uh, Kai Thernali, Heroic Advanced Optics. No one's ever triggered his ability ever. People forget he has one. <laughs> I swear. Uh, and Jess Pava with the R2-D2 droid, which has four charges on it, and Jamming Beam. And it's your typical... Maybe typical. I don't know. It's a it's a five T seventy list. They're strong. I hope I hope they didn't win because my whole point of saying they, they're never going to win they a did. tournament. They they did. They actually Damn won it. the store champ. Yep. <laughs> well, there goes my theory that five T seventies ain't just going to win. <laughs> I I need to do redo my uh, faction rankings. Dang it! No, you don't. <laughs> Five T seventies are are just the benchmark. They they are if you can, it, that that's how you know if you have a good list. Yeah, but uh, the Kaithernali, Veniza Doza, and Snap Wexley are all I four, so he's keeping that consistent. Jess Pava being the only one at three, but you're probably not going to initiative kill Jess Pava as long as there's someone else by there. So nice. So on the uh, for this particular list, I mean it's it's really strong. I mean the, the T70s have a ton of health. They have a total of seven health. Um, being able to uh, have those mods uh, across the board with heroic, as well as uh, having Ferrisphere paint to do it defensively, and just Papa just being able to double mod shots with uh, with her ability. I mean it's it's really nice. Solid list. All right, tell us about the first order list that it beat. What lost to the first round or the fourth round? So this one here, we got Shane H running a first order list. We have uh, Kylo Ren in the TIE Silencer making a splash here with Proton Torpedoes, Crack Shot, Sensor Scramblers, and Malice. Uh, follow up by Lieutenant LaHughes with Special Forces Gunner, Advanced Optics, and Proud Tradition. Uh, LaHughes is the uh, target lock sharing um, TIE SF for those who, who may not remember LaHughes. Uh, next up, we have Commander Malaris with Cluster Missiles, Lieutenant Gaelic with Ion Cannon and Marksman Ship, and then uh, Midnight with a Pattern Analyzer and Proud Tradition to round off that list there. Um, interesting to put in Gaelic with Marksmanship, um, but uh, still, you got four tie, or sorry, three FOs with one SF and a Kylo and a Silencer. Uh, this is a, a really good list to, uh, to, to face off against the C-70s. I hope it was a close match. All right. Let's move on to 
Crichton Games in the UK. Again, top four, one, four, and oh, three, three, and ones. We're going to only go over the top two lists. Top list, uh, I want to take Separatist, uh, which is one of my favorite. Um, and I've ran a very similar list to this. Uh, you have Sunfac and Snare, graphic deflection, targeting computer, because somebody thought, hey, let's give Sunfac 15 loadout points and make him uh, an I 6 with five points. That's super smart. Um, we'll say Sunfac will die, but if you don't knife fight with him, he doesn't die. So, as long as you don't knife fight and you can run him more like an ace, like, I don't know. I love him. I think it's fun. I will say I get the tractor off a little bit less, but I have not died. I've taken only one hit point of damage if I don't knife fight. If I knife fight, I'm just fucked. <laughs> Um, then you have Dirge with Proton Cannons, Delayed Fuses, and Proton Bombs. Um, not my preferred Dirge, but um, a very effective Dirge there. Then SureTech with Ensnare, which is pretty good too. Uh, that one just seems like it dies, but I guess for four points, who cares? Uh, Grievous with Shield Upgrade, Marksmanship, and Impervium Plating. And last but not least, we have Doofus81 with Energy Shell and Indie Calcs along with it i feel very solid list um very good pieces separatist is kind of becoming a little bit more of a salad mix in what they can do now it seems um this is definitely very tinges saladish with uh, uh some ac play here um i don't know i like it um i traded out today i played um i traded out grievous for uh the, the re-roll man droid and upgraded 81 to uh, HMP. And that was pretty fun. It's fun. I don't know if it's good, but it was fun. So. Alex, what did Andy Cam bring to the table with his Empire list that is the only one we've seen so far to make top cut? He brought an Empire list that I have actually came very close to building before. He is running my preferred rack loadout, which is Ruthless, Vader, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, and Baffle. He has Jonas, Rhymer, and Tomax, all with Barrage Rockets and Saturation Salvo. Jonas and Tomax have bomblet Generators, while Rhymer has Seismic Charges and Delayed Fuses, because Rhymer only has one payload slot. Sadly. It's weird, right? That is yeah. kind of weird. And um, they also have Laurier with Lone Wolf, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also not um, like sensitive controls, which is how I've been playing my Laurier. But uh, I, I didn't, I was going to say I didn't play second in the store champ, but I did. But, you know, he's probably a lot better than <laughs> I am at this kind of game. <laughs> so, no, it's a, it's a solid list. I love me some rack. I like uh, three-point interceptors, and um, bombers are cool. Yeah, this is weird. Somehow he went 0-18 against the store that he played at. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Um, I do like this list. I think Lurier is really good for three points. So, uh, the last one is Chattanooga, which was the first store champ that JJ should have gone to that he did not go to. So shame on JJ. He could have had his uh, world's invite by now. Um, 
this was the I think the only store champ that played with uh, the new points uh, the first week they came out. So this is the wild west of the wild west. We'll put it that way. Um, and I'll take that top list. There is going to be Pink Panther. Um, and I know we know this. That's, that's Charles Holcrum, isn't it, JJ? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's from Nickel City League, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll say I think we know Charles, and he calls his list Ray two T seventies and two ships. So <laughs> essentially, he has Ray Temin, which I'm guessing that's the Boosie Temin. Hello, mm -hmm. Jaeger, BB eight. Uh, BB eight is standard loadout, automatic target priority, Han Solo. Um, and Jaeger is a little bit different. Jaeger's got the cloaking device, um, which I've not seen a lot of, but it kind of makes sense on that I five. Um, allows you to be an objective getter when needed. Also, move super fast down the row. Uh, Elo has crack shot BB-8 and um, integrated S foils, and I'm a little confused why we don't have the MG M the MG98 droid anywhere in this list. Because to me, that would fit on one of these these guys. BB Astromech is four points and M9G8 is five so you can't take Crackshot and BB Astromech if you're yeah. low. And you can't take HLC and M9G8 if you're Snap. I guess. It's really depressing. I really wanted to like flip the points slightly. Just give me one more point. No, not for you. Um, Timon has <laughs> the R68 though and HLC, um, which I would have thought HLC would have been better on Elo. Only because Elo's an I five, so you would think it get off more often. Um, I don't know. I I, that, I I probably would mess around with those loadouts a little bit too. Um, then we have, of course, basically the standard build Ray with heroic novice tech re or Rico Rose Tico Finn engine upgrade and Ray's Millennium Falcon. And then R H Payne came in second. I don't remember. I know that guy from somewhere i don't remember where i know him from but jj what is that crazy rebel list that i don't know if we've ever seen this one before yeah no this is something that's new um so uh, we got uh we got a couple of y-wings making a splash here we got horn psalm um and the y-wing with ion cannon turret and watchful astromech uh, which is that rotate calculate one we had the battle of gavin version of whole oakland um and then keo Vensi with lone wolf and concussion missiles uh, Wench in the RZ-1A wing with Marksmanship and Crackshot, and then Sabine Ren with Beskar Reinforced Plating, and then another appearance of Chopper in the VCX with Saul Guerrero and Mago Yaro. Um, and, man, this is pretty good. I mean, that's uh, that's actually Chopper in six ships. Chopper in five. We already had this conversation. <laughs> so, wait, whole, uh, uh Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. I always count Chopper as part of the six. I don't know why I do that. But, yeah, no. Chopper in five uh, ships. I mean, golly, a VCX at, at six points being able to punch really, really hard with Saw and Magva. Uh, this is a, a, a really interesting archetype that's coming up for the Rebels now. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I like this list. I don't understand Lone Wolf, though. I'm just super confused about that. I understand that. that Lone Wolf went down three points, but that doesn't mean you have to actually put in all your lists, guys. <laughs> like, especially in five and six ship lists. What are you doing with that ship? They should be in the fight. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seems weird to me, too. But Especially because you got concussion missiles, right? Like, you want to use those. 
<laughs> you want to use them. You can't use them on a ship that doesn't have damage cards. Like, validly, you can't use them. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, that was Store Champs. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to transition into some lists, and we're going to get through as many as we can. Um, I'm not going to guarantee we're going to get through all of them tonight. Uh, we, Alex and I selected a million of these things. Um, so I don't think we'll get through all of them, but we are going to start. And I don't know. So what we'll do is we'll skip around, and we'll let each guy, you guys can each pick two or three that you like. And we'll just kind of skip around. You just have to announce which one it is or post it in the chat for me so I know. And then um, I will find it on the list. And I know that's a surprise. I didn't tell them we were doing this. But um, I don't think we're going to get through all of them tonight. Um, we'll see, I guess. We'll see. All I don't right. think we can. So um, we will let Alex go first. I'm going to put Alex on the spot and make him choose the list he wants to go over first. I'm going to go with the very first one in the document that I also <laughs> created. <laughs> oh, All right. It's a rebel list. It looks real silly. It is Lando with nine nub Bay's Malbus, piston engine upgrade and Falcon title. If you have Bay's Malbus, you can get multiple focus tokens for your Bistan. And if you want to use Lando's ability on yourself, you can boost with engine upgrade and then hit the button for scramble the transmission. Literally the only reason why I chose Bay's Malibus engine upgrade over Perceptive Co-Pilot. Get a little mini Falcon Poe in there. Yep. Um, up next, I have Corrin Horn in the X-Wing with Marksmanship and Prockets. Thane Kyrell with Prockets. Keo with Prockets. And Sabine with Beskar reinforced plating because I love me some prockets. You want to put prockets on Lando too? I would like to see you put prockets on Lando. I mean, I could do it. I would get it off. It just won't be good. <laughs> it won't be as good as this <laughs> But I'll, I could do it. <laughs> uh, but yes, in this in this list, you can. JJ and I were playing around with it a little bit earlier today. You know, you just. Give someone an action with Lando. You know, you could set up your double modded proton torpedoes between Cornhorn and Lando. You can get two double modded proton torpedoes like in the first round if yeah. everything lines up. So it's got a lot of spike damage, and spike damage is always good. Yeah, and what's really great about this list too is that the uh, the foils really help out the T the X wings, right? Because you can uh, close them, get that uh, focus linked into a boost, and uh, if you line it up correctly, you can get those proton rockets off pretty reliably at I five with those with Corrin and Thane. And if you're able to get the uh, the lock off uh, for Corrin, and usually you can get that pretty easily with Lando, just being able to provide that lock action to Corrin. Um, you can essentially uh, trigger um, Corrin to pass off another target lock, uh, most likely with Thane or Keo, if you're able to line up that bullseye and uh, get double modded shots on a procket, which is really, really great spike damage for that initial encounter there. Um, I foolishly flew my uh, Merrick Stell right into the bullseye of uh, Keo, um, and he blew him out of the sky, but uh, it would, uh, it's it's nice. I like this archetype a lot. Yeah, I just... Um... Just setting up rockets is it's really good, and 
you got three i5s and two i3s, so you don't really have a lot of weird overlapping ship shenanigans there. So, yeah, it's not technically a one-trick pony, but it's basically a one-trick pony. It's can I proc at you? Which I feel is Alex's gimmick here. He just after all these years, I played CLT Jedi. I can yeah. probably proc at you with an i5. <laughs> Probably. Yep. Uh, yep. All right, JJ, what list do you want to touch on? Uh, we're going to go to the first Empire list that we have here uh, sent in by D. Um, so this is uh, something that I've been working on for a little bit, uh, trying to get Garth Saxon in the Gauntlet Fighter to uh, make its appearance here. Um, and I definitely like this archetype here. So we got Garth Saxon with Notorious, Grand Moff Tarkin, Contraband Cybernetics, and Mandalorian Optics. And just a quick note on that. So you can essentially, since they both happen during the system phase, you can do Mandalorian Optics, acquire target lock, and then trigger Grand Moff Tarkin to allow the rest of your list to get target locks on that ship that you just locked, uh, which is really, really good. Um, then following up with this, you got Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister in the TIE Events V1 and Grand Inquisitor as well. Uh, both Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister with Discipline Homing Missile uh, and, I'm sorry, Fifth Brother with Discipline Homing Missiles, Seventh Sister with Discipline and Cluster Missiles, and then Grand Inquisitor with Malice, Discipline, and Mag Pulse Warheads uh, to finish off this list. Now, what makes this particularly good is that Gar Saxon's ability basically rewards you for outmaneuvering your opponent, and if you're within uh, range two of Gar Saxon, your uh, friendly can uh, essentially roll one additional attack die against that opponent there, um, which works really, really well with like Cluster Missiles or with Mag Pulse Warheads if you really want to get that uh, addition, that extra punch in there. Um, I think this is a, a really solid list. I like this archetype a lot. Me, personally, I think I would probably put students here instead of Grand Inquisitor um, just to have an I-6. Um, but Grand Inquisitor is actually a really uh, solid option for this as well. Yeah, and they all have discipline too, right? So, like, even if you do kill Gar Saxon all of a sudden you got more target locks coming like you still keep up the target lock race even if you don't have mando optics and tarkin mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah i i like i actually like this list for the pure fact that i can run three v1s um <clears throat> and that's fun to me so um i love three v1s i would actually wonder if you could fit one more v1 in there right um i wish we had like a few more name v1 pilots uh so that i could have one more and then maybe larir in the interceptor so and i don't care what you say jj i want uh the grand inquisitor over since here yeah so. i want rack over gar saxon does that help <laughs> yeah actually that's we <laughs> d and i were talking about this tonight and they were they were telling me they're probably more sold on rack than they are on yeah. um gar but yeah. I think Gar is harder to run, and I think that's why. So, um, but I will say, I do not like to be notorious by Gar. I will tell you that right now. Oh, it's true. Yeah, I completely exactly. forgot about that. And remember, it works in the rear arc too. Yes, I know. Thank you. <laughs> yep. I, yep. yep. All you got to do is just reinforce. That's it. Yeah, all I like to do is show up. All right. So the next one that I'm going to go to. Uh, let's see here. No resistance for me. Definitely not JJ's list. 
Um, I'm going to pick this Republic list because I think this is close to a play style I have. So here is a bunch of Z95s and Oddball. And I will tell you, I don't think that's the correct Oddball loadout. Um, I would actually just take the SLC Oddball because um, SLC Oddball is stupid. And it's stupid, and I hate Alex ever forever. I, Alex, <laughs> you must win with this, like multiple things, so that they ban it because it's ridiculous at four points. It is so good at four points, seriously. Oddball. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was saying the whole time. <laughs> I know, but at five points, it's a little bit harder. But at 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 freaking four points, it's really hard. But yes, yeah, Synced Council is better at this one, which is what Sean's trying to get off in this list is a sync council list, which is very dear and near to my heart because I built a very similar one to this, uh, with one less C95 and a, uh, whatchamacallit, a, uh, I don't know, a lat back in the day. So this is boost with fire control sync slider with fire control sync killer with fire control sync and concussion missiles. Knack with fire control, ion, and sync. Warthog with sync, fire control, and concussion missiles. Stub with sync, fire control, and then oddball with Ursarend, fire control, and sync console. And I believe the idea is you use oddball to go in there. Oddball's the one that can get the free target lock um, after certain maneuvers if you're in bullseye. And then it just sets everybody else up. So once you get a couple of target locks out, every person in this list can just fire a shot. They get the free mod from the fire control, which is really dirty, actually. <laughs> like, well, it's kind of the only reason they can pass around the target lock is because they get like an FCS re-roll. Re yeah. Otherwise, like, you yeah, grab you roll, you break the chain. <laughs> You, you do you do and that's why i think you i think with this list you take two target locks right like you have at least two ships you're gonna have your oddball and then somebody else has taken that target lock oddball at i5 is just i don't dope good i i i still think soc one is really good too um and might be a little bit better but yeah but soc doesn't have have sync yeah. but you know who does jag who also just gets it for free Ugh. Like SOC Jag has Saint Council. You can have Born for this. And he's also I three, which is basically yeah. every other Z ninety five there, except for Knack uh, and, uh yeah. Killer and We're I guess sliders four. But you know. But the other the other things I would I would say is that uh, we're missing a couple of dedicateds in there, right? With those missing points, right? <laughs> I mean, I would love to go against this list. Those things pop. There's <laughs> <laughs> also missing some loadouts there. You know, like Stub can actually take concussion missiles as well. Warthog, you can toss something in there. But the problem is, is if you put in dedicateds, you don't have fire control anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think fire control is better than the dedicate dedicated. Because this list is like, I think this, no, I think it is because this, with this list, it's not meant to live forever. This is, this is a separatist list. That's what this is. This is like a bunch of, um, HMPs. Yeah. HMP slash vultures just trying to say, dare me to look at you. That's what this says. It needs wolf pack somewhere in there. That'd nah. be. That way you can get a bunch of free target locks. What's well, kind of hard to build when you're bringing, you know, 
96 C95. So I yeah. like it. I think I think this is a genius list. I love this list. So it's nice. All right. Back is it back to Alex? Is it back yep. to Alex? Mm-hmm. What do you what list do you want? Give me a name and a faction. <laughs> Would it be just too much nepotism if I just said just scroll down to the Republic list that I have down there? <laughs> you do you do you, baby. No, let's, 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 let's do it. Oh, let's do something else. Oh uh, hmm. You don't have a list picked out. It's been two turns. Okay, fine. We'll do my Republic list. It's right there. <laughs> you happy now? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, SOC Anakin, four points. Then you have, you can tell it's one of my lists because that's Sync Council in there, right? You have CLT Obi Wan, Marksmanship, Sync Council, Chopper, Oddball on the Y Wing, Dedicated, Proton Torpedoes, R4, Sync Council. Contrail, dedicated, or three sync console seismics, and then boost and slider with dedicated. Somehow there's six ships in that list <laughs> with an I6 EDA, three I5s all shooting with sync console. One of them has a proton torpedo, the other one's CLT, who also jams you. And you have two Z95s that are dedicated and scoring objectives. Yeah, I like this list too. Um, I don't disagree with you with the dedicated outside of sync council would be pretty dope. Um, but I don't know. I think it's, I think, I think in your list, this, you don't need the sync council on, on them as much. There's not a lot else you can put because like predator is up to three points. So for Obi-Wan, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Same with Contrail and Oddball. You're just kind of like, well, there's not really much other things that I particularly want to put on there. I like the spike damage of proton torpedoes, and I liked, you know, Contrail just being able to facilitate everything. It's kind of more of, yes, it's what I play, but also it's like, it's not really anything else that's uh, too much better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't think they're going to rule ever that FCS can't be used without locks. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I or with those locks that are passed, I I I don't foresee AMG doing that, especially because they can't admit they were wrong about Mace not getting CLT. Which is, I mean, <laughs> I literally I don't need I, I don't even know how to process that. Like I just don't understand it because it doesn't affect it's the been game. Six months, man. Let it go. No, it hasn't been. It's been like two weeks. None of us knew about this. I've been playing. <laughs> look, I've been playing Mace with. Fucking CLT. Oh, and all your wins are invalidated. So yeah. what? You know, it would be hilarious if the winning list at Worlds was a CLT mace that was in that list. I mean, you know how much would have been incredible. Like, you know how much like uproar there would have been over that, right? Illegitimate winner. Illegitimate. Um, but yeah, no, uh, definitely I, I do like this list a lot, actually. You know, I think I do like having the Ada Annie and having the um uh, the Obi-Wan in there. They're like two of my favorite Jedi's uh for um for Republic, and they just do uh, such great work, especially with Contro being able to um you know start off the chain with everybody else with its ability there. I like that list a lot, it's pretty good there. So the uh, next list we're gonna go here is gonna be a scum list submitted here by a longtime friend of the show 
Crispy, I sent out a scum list here, starting with Fen Round, the Fang Fighters, with Fearless Clan Trading and Shield Upgrade. Uh, Maul and the Gauntlet Fighter with Gamut Key, Contraband Cybernetics, Lando Calrissian uh, Crew, and then Dace with Elusive, Protector of Gleb, and Deadman Switch, and the Moldy Crow title. And then to fill off the list is uh, Bosk in the Z95 with Marksmanship and Deadman Switch uh, to round off that list here. So uh, definitely got a heavy hitter here with Fenrau uh, being able to get in close and do Fenrau things, rolling five dice there with Fearless, uh, having that clan training there and uh, shield upgrade that allows him to double mod his shots if he does want to. And if he's rolling five dice, more than likely he can wipe a ship off the board to uh, recover the charge from clan training. Uh, so that's really good there. Uh, Maul, a three-force uh, gauntlet, uh, can do a lot of work, especially uh, with Gamut Key on crew on there, being able to hang on to those um, those extra tokens that he has, uh, especially with Night Brother. Uh, you're able to, uh, to stop, still retain your tokens that you have uh, with, um, with Gamut key from the previous round use contraband cybernetics still have mods uh and if you if you still have the force you can use those for those mods for offense or defense and then use lando to take your tokens to re-roll uh your green tokens or use your green tokens to re-roll dice uh i mean maul has a lot of utility in this list uh you have dace bone arm uh which i think probably is the the new gamut key uh, in this particular list uh, with protected with glove. The title, right? Yep, exactly. And, and this is going to be a ship that can actually do some damage here because that moldy crow title adds that that forward arc with three red dice, uh, being able to coordinate, uh, have elusive for passive rerolls, and uh, still be able to uh, contribute to the list here. I think does a lot there, especially with Fen Rao, uh, who sometimes needs to have that early reposition to make sure he's not blocked. Uh, and then Bosk, uh, which is the two-point filler that Scum has been needing for a while. Marksmanship pairs very well with his ability, and then Dead Man Switch, which helps to um, to make your opponent pay if you're able to get in close and blow up and cause some extra damage there. I definitely like this list here. I, I Honestly, when you look at this, I don't even know who I would want to engage first, because uh, Maul and Fenral look like they're going to be really tough to, to bring down. And that contraband is real nice with the Night Brother title, just because you just get a yep. free focus or evade and still get your action. Yeah, you know, just just do like a two hard or whatever, right? You know, so mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty dirty. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back to Rebel. And we're going to go with Sandy's list here. They have Chopper in the VCX with Dorsal, Saw, Veteran Turret Gunner, Kanan in the VCX with Height Perception, Dorsal, Magva, Veteran Turret Gunner, and The Child, Keo with Prockets, and then Bodica with Predator, Beskar, and Mandalorian Optics. So this list feels like I want to hit you and do nothing else. I am not sold on the child on Kanan, though. I don't know about that. What do you got? It's rough not being able to recover it. Yeah, the the um, the hard part about this particular uh, loadout, right, is that the only other option for force is either going to be Kanan, Jarrus, or Maul. Uh, sorry, uh, 
well, Kanan Jarrus is a, a crew, but he can't obviously equip it on himself. But Maul Crew is the other option, which requires you to have Ezra Bridger in your list, uh, which obviously you don't have it on here. Um, and then Ezra uh, Gunner is the only other force crew as well that provides you a force. Um, but that's a very big investment for you just to bring in Maul, right? You're looking at minimum of, unless you bring him in as a TIE fighter in this list, which kind of affects the power of this list. Um, you're looking at, at a very big investment to try bring in a 12-point mole um, to fit onto Kanan on this particular list here. Um, so having the child, um, you you can use his ability three times if you decide to ignore Kanan, um, and sh that really helps out the rest of the list really survive, particularly Bodica. Um, so it's... It, it does have a capability of being a good list because you can slow roll these VCXs and get aggressive with the other list and help and let Kanan help them survive longer that initial joust. Um, but it, um, I, I feel two, four die guns coming at you, it, it could be pretty good. So. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> like I understand, like if you don't shoot Kanan. He uses his ability and you're rolling less dice. And if you do shoot cannon, you finally start recharging the child um, charges. So it's a little bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. But you also kind of lose out on a lot of offense with not being able to reoccur those force charges because you can you know, typically probably be reinforcing with them, right? And then you'd have a lock with Magva. Someone shot you. And then you'd normally use the force tokens to change your focus results but uh that's a little bit sketchy with the child so so what if you um can you damage yourself and recharge the child or is that illegal uh let me take a look at the wording i'll tell you right now like what if you put uh, i know that it takes a bunch of loadout but uh, the child is after you defend if you suffer damage okay. so, so it doesn't work yeah, yeah no. you can't self-damage yourself Thank mm -hmm. God somebody thought of that. Thank you, whoever thought of that. FFG, AMG, whoever thought of that. You are a lifesaver. Because it's not Maul Crew, which the, the one crew, Maul Crew, that anytime you suffer damage, you can take the stress and recover it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so I do still think this list has a big threat, though. Because this is again, this is an aggro list that's gonna say, Hey, I'm here, I'm gonna throw a lot of red dice. What are you gonna do about it? And it wants to double tap as much as it can. So I, I don't know. I think it might be a little harder to be consistent dice wise, but I will say throwing four red dice and then two to three red dice every turn seems pretty good. You know, yeah, and on top of that, this is a large base, which is really hard to to avoid um, as you're coming in. It's going to be tough to arc dodge um, I, as you're approaching this particular list. You know, it's it's easy. It's hard enough with just one. I can imagine that with two uh, large bases that can throw four red dice on there, uh, you're going to have to make a choice on whose arc you're going to be in, and it's uh, it, it can punish really really hard if the variance is right. So yeah. All right, Alex. Okay, the very last FO list in there. Brendan's list. I like it. It has uh, 
Gideon Ask with Proud Tradition, Fanatical, Biohacks Crypt Codes, Agent Terex, and Tactical Officer. Uh, Lieutenant LeHughes with Proud Tradition, Pattern Analyzer, and now the Free Special Forces Gunner. <laughs> Backdraft with Pattern Analyzer, Special Forces Gunner. Quick Draw with Proud Tradition, Special Forces Gunner, Fire Control, and Afterburners. And then Commander Malarus with Magpuls Missiles. So I need to ask, how hmm. has AMG not learned their lesson about giving us free upgrades? <laughs> you like how this they made CIS. Special Forces zero points, but then bumped up Jamming Beam and Tearfond Belly Run to one, just in case? Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> Independent Calculates are now two, and, you know, Impervium Plating is two. Like, but yeah, here, have Special Forces Gunner at zero. And yeah. the one faction that doesn't need it. Again, they underperformed at Worlds, you know, so. I guess. Gotta, gotta buff them more. <laughs> uh, my guess is they're coming in the uh, in their corset. Probably. I mean, I won't lie and tell you this looks like a really fun list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I won't. I I really do think this is a fun list to fly. I like the SFs. I like like you know with the proud tradition pattern analyzer combo. You get off like Lahue's. You can do like a one hard right, take the target lock with pattern analyzer, and then. Proud tradition, your focus that you can still take or evade, probably because of Lehues, because he's going to take someone else's lock. You know, Malaris, Magpulse, I always love that. A lot of high initiative. You know, you got a six, two fives, a couple fours. So, and then Terex is really, really good. Gideon's pretty good. Um, you're not gonna, really going to get Gideon's ability off too much unless you really want to use it on Malaris later on. Or, or maybe like the first front shot off backdraft. <laughs> but um, no, I, I like this list a lot. I think I might switch out the quick draw loadout a little bit, though. I like yeah. afterburners, but mm, it's hard to give up shield upgrade. Yeah, or, or even I, deuterium. I, yeah, I was going to say deuterium or at least um, pattern analyzer to go with proud tradition. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. Is there another four point um sf that's worthwhile taking Fazba, possibly yeah i mean Fazba's was okay you kind of she got hit pretty hard in the um loadout she got six so it's a little bit iffy there you can't do the pattern analyzer um proud tradition with her mm -hmm. so uh, but, I but otherwise that's all the sfs there so <laughs> I only ask because you could swap Gideon and go down to Midnight and put Squad Leader on, on Gideon for crazy, or not Gideon, uh, Midnight, and an I-6 to coordinate. And then you get a little bit less than you get with Gideon, but if you could put another SF in there that hits really hard, that, that, that was the question. I mean, maybe it's another four-point ship instead of that, but I don't know. I think it's worth looking at because Midnight squad leader is really good. Yeah, well, it's also the same points as Malaris. You just straight swap Malaris with Midnight if you really wanted to. Yeah, but I don't need two non like damage producing ships. I only need yeah. one. I, I I like Gideon as a support ship a lot. Actually, I think it'd be really good to coordinate like evades and stuff to the like quick draw. You know, really kind of make try to make it a you only lose one shield at a time kind of thing. So, 
but I, I, I do love me some SFs. I do too. They're one of my favorite ships to fly in FO. All right, <clears throat> JJ, next list. All right, so the next one here is, is going to be a, a separatist list. It's going to be the very first one that's on the list there, uh, sent in by Qual3. Um, this is a really interesting list that I really want to put on the on the table uh, to try out. However, I only own two Tri-Fighters, so I need to buy another one. Um, so we got uh, three Fearsome Predators with Treacherous and Intercept Boosters. Uh, DGS-047, the HMP droid gunship with TA-175 and novice technician. Uh, and then we have three separatist drones with Discord missiles and then DFS-081 uh, with the Threat Tracer missile uh, equipped on this one here. And I got to say, this is um, bringing back the the old, uh, you know, droid swarm uh, with uh, with a couple of uh, Tri-Fighters added into the mix here. All of them with, uh, with network calculations, being able to share those calculates between each other uh, to, to, like, help them modify their defense or their offense on there uh the t1 the ta175 being able to uh bolster uh those the the ships there with this ability um and discord missiles to add on there i mean you're already dealing with eight ships adding in three discord missiles on there you're going to have a lot of, of targets to try to take down on here um if the if their dice can hold up you're going to get a lot of shots coming back at you i like this list a lot yeah so the change it so i'm going to be picky the changes I would make is I would immediately drop Treacherous 100%. Yeah. I, I would never take Treacherous. I, I understand the idea. I understand why they want Treacherous in this list because Treacherous is going to say, hey, if somebody dies, um, I get to regen my, my charge, um, and it's a free damage mitigation. Mm-hmm. I hate playing with treacherous in real life with a passion. You have no idea. I hate judge calls with it with a, with so much passion. And that's because I have been fucked more times than I can imagine with it. So I would run independent calculates and marksmanship. That's how I would run that. And that's how that's what I've been loading out my tri fighters. I'm also a little confused why 47 just doesn't have either Hondo or Kraken and probably in this list Kraken's the better call um because the 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 pinata droid says you gotta die for me to get to get a calculate and <clears throat> I don't know I guess I could see the point because everything's in i3 or lower right mm -hmm. I guess I could see I could see it I could see it if you want to do that but I don't feel novice te technician gives you the viability piece of it I don't know I think you'd have I to think play it's, both way. Yeah, I think I think Novasek is just there to you know it, you have two points left on the HMP, so you don't have really any other viable option uh, for like missiles or a mod slot other than in the calcs. And I think that since you have so many ships to share calculates with, um, the TA-175 just increases the amount of calculates that are available because green dice are green dice and vultures can pop very, very easily. I mean, being able to uh, now have 
uh, essentially 14 calculates if one of these vultures dies available in a pool to necrocalculate between, you're going to have a much easier time surviving the rest yeah. of the onslaught from your opponent. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it, it is a it is a preference call, though, between Kraken, because honestly, I thought Kraken too, but only if the rest of the list was running independent calculations. Yep. So, yeah. And so it, since you're doing that, right, with the independent calculations, I would run Kraken and I would swap out one of those separatist drones for a thread tra uh, uh, an iron assembler thread tracer. That's that's what I would do. Yeah, because the iron assembler could take thread tracers and munitions failsafe. And yes, they're an I one, but they can set everything up for the next turn. Um, yeah, especially like this. This list feels like I can eat anything that's a large base and low agility. That's what this feels like. Like yeah. yeah, even Bosk. Yeah, Bosk can kill two drones in a turn, because Bosk is a dick. Um, <laughs> but you can't take Zam on Bosk as easy. But I, I, I feel if it were me, I would, I would, I would move. If you're not going to use independent calculates, I don't know. I would probably move away from Treacherous. Still, I still think I would move away from Treacherous. Um, maybe go to Predator uh, for the rerolls. Yeah, I think Predator would be my call too instead of Treacherous, but uh, but it also depends on how you fly the, the drones, right? If they're not going to be flankers, um, they have to fly fairly close to these vultures um, to make sure that they can get that obstructed shot from those vultures and to trigger Treacherous. But yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a preference call, I think. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I do I like, like this list. I yeah. have I own enough of these ships to fly this. Maybe me, you know what? Maybe I'll fly this this weekend. Hey, nice. And if I beat Alex's resistance list, Alex has to come on the podcast and say <laughs> separatists should be ranked higher than resistance. <laughs> Deal? Yes. Yes. If I beat you, you have to say that. Why do you assume I'm bringing the resistance? I don't know, because that's what you brought last week. And so. He's going to switch it up and play Republic now. Watch. No, he's not going to. He's going to play his resistance. He wants his stupid store champ. Thing. He's not going to play for fun until he gets it. Every time that, I play, I play for fun. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> we know you're going to play to win, though. <laughs> so. All right, so what faction have we not covered? We've done Rebels, right? We've done Scum, Empire. We've done... Yeah, actually haven't done Resistance. <laughs> we haven't... Fuck. Mm, all right, I'm doing Resistance. The one that I don't want to do. I think do. that's the only one we haven't done. All right, I'm going to do resistance then because I think it's only fair. And that's going to be our last list for the night. Um, I don't like JJ's list. I know that. I have no idea who this list is from. Um, are you sure we didn't do your your resistance list, Alex? I did Republic. Yeah, we, we spoke about or, you know my store resistance list if you want to try to... Yeah. Gee, we'll go through that. this one. We're going to go through this one. I don't know whose list this is because I don't remember, obviously. Um, but somebody, JJ can look this up. I mean, it's in the doc somewhere. Yeah. So JJ will come back and tell me who this list is. And I do like me some Y-Wings. So we have Sh Sasha with Munitions Failsafe. Wartime Loadout, which is two points, by the way, if you didn't know. Magbolt's Warheads and R4. Tessa with marksmanship, Braz rockets, which I love. Wartime loadout, munitions fail safe, and R4. 
Wilsa with Barrage Rockets, which I love, R4, Bomblet Generator, and Wartime Loadout, which I do question. Oh, they don't have a talent slot. That's why. All right. Ooh. That's why we get Bomblet. Oh, I don't know. That Bomblet's kind of spicy, though. And then we have Zori, who came down the four points with Marksmanship, Dorsal, R4, Wartime, Magpulse, BB-8 with Automatic, Targeting Priority, and Ferris Fierce Paint instead of Han. And then Resistance, um, Pod, Rose Deco with Ferris Fear, Heroic, and oh, there's our Han Solo. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six ship resistance list. I like it. I think it's pretty good. I think I would like to take Chewbacca in this list, um, to be honest with you, though. But I feel that this is a list that you can essentially kind of swarm around everything and force your opponent where are you going to choose to do so. And the idea, to me, the idea says is I'm going to take these these Y-Wings and these pods, and I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say pick which side of the board you want to attack because the other side of the board is going to go collect three objectives a turn. That That's what this list feels like to me is half my list is going to deal with you. The other half is going to uh, collect objectives. And if you choose to split your fire and come after this list, I'm just going to live. I'm just not going to die. That's what this list feels like. Yeah, there's a lot of health in this list. Oh, yeah. With, so, the, with the wartime, yeah. they're nine points apiece, right? So multiply that by four. That's 36 health. Each pod's got four. That's 44 health total. That's a lot of health to try to chew through, despite them still having one agility. So you're going to be hitting them a lot, but they also have five shields. Oh, and hey, thank God Finn went up to four points because could you imagine Finn in this list? Oh. Yeah, you just replace him with a Y wing. You just replace one of the Y wings with Finn. It's better. So dirty. <laughs> yeah. So my my um, my only change I would do is for Rose um, because I think Rose is just such a great piece to run with C three PO crew um, to allow that coordinate. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean the, these the wartime loadout combined with barrage rockets. I mean that's such a great combo um, because you're essentially not allowing your, especially when you have marksmanship, and not allowing your opponent to be able to cancel those uh, those results. I mean it's it's really really good. Um, you just need to, I, I think you need that coordinating piece in um, in rows and C three PL to help you uh, set up those those bullseyes um, to to the, that way you're able to uh, effectively use wartime loadout if you're able to, especially against like large bases um it uh it can do a lot of damage and can really um punish anything that gets sent in into that trap from all those y wings yeah this feels like a catherine list right here oh yeah like <laughs> catherine if you're listening this is what i need you to do is take this list and make this viable in resistance oh yeah and, and in fairness this is a very this, this is this is what tanner would run if i ran resistance i would run some weird y wing pod list because i i don't I like Poe, don't get me wrong, but, and I like Ray, but I just really, th this is more my style of a list. Yeah, Everything's absolutely. like two agility or one agility, so it's very separatist feel. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think we got through quite a few lists. Um, we'll have to curtail next week. 
Next week, we will be back on Sunday. We will be talking about whatever star champs have happened, but we are definitely going to continue with the list. If you have submitted a list that has not been reviewed yet, we will get to your list. I have to go back through and find out what list we are missing. Um, JJ's deleting things out of the dock right now, which is driving me nuts. Um, <laughs> stop doing it, please, until we're done so we can talk about this. Um, but we will be going through the next set of lists. If you have not submitted a list or want to submit more lists, go ahead and put your list in community list suggestions in our Discord on Plenty Face Syndicate Discord, and we will we will get to them. Like I think I think this is for at least the next month. This is probably a regular segment we're gonna do. I don't know about the two of you, but yeah, I feel I, I feel like this is beneficial personally. It's probably the best part of X Wing. Other than beating Alex. I need to be this week. I have to beat Alex. That's my goal. <laughs> Man, I hope we can get that stream. That'll be fantastic. It'll be good. There's no stream for it unless you're gonna come up and stream. Okay. Just no set stream. up your phone. Set up your phone on the stand right. and just do it. <laughs> Alex, do you think you can convince um Brian to come over and, and stream our game? Brian Sanazuski? Yeah, he's the only one I know that like could come and do it. Nah, Will lives too far. He's he got a wedding to go to. Uh, yeah, no. There you go, JJ. No stream of me and Alex versus Sad. each other. Sad. I'm not holding my phone up. <laughs> Alex gets the advantage if I hold my phone up. Anyway, all joshing aside, we do have some amazing uh, content coming. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We will be back next week, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, hopefully, as long as nothing else happens. We will be back on time. I uh, apologize for us being a half um, a half hour late this week, but we will be back next week, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2100 UTC, or 2100 Eastern and 100 UTC the next day. Um, and DJ, yes, there is a sword champ in Michigan, and yes, there is a conflict with 312 because they're doing the same thing we are doing. Um, so we are going to work. I, I have... I have not reached out to Nick yet, but I am working, going to start trying to work with Nick to see what he's willing to come over and stream um, on our neck of the woods. So with that being said, thank you all. Have a good night. And we'll be back next week with more lists and more store champs. See you. And have, have a good, a good night, one. everyone. Thanks for listening. See ya.